Welcome, everyone. Today is April the 5th, 2023. This is an All Lives Matter call with uh, Alex Floyd and David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting them. Um, before we hear from them about our topic today, let me show this disclaimer. The presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, take it away, guys. Thanks so much, Johanna. I'm Alex Lloyd. I don't know who the guy is in the middle. I think he's some homeless guy that we uh, invited to. Soon to be, soon to be, soon to be. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that is Dr. David Peck, one of the top medical doctors in the world. Um, and uh, Johanna Chan, you can't see her, but she's here too. She's that mystery voice in the background. Um, so anyway. Uh, kind of sexy, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. So uh, let's get started, Dave. You want to lead us up? Yeah. Sure, sure. First of all, I just want to mention, I want to thank Alex, you, because every week I come to you with ideas or whatever it is, and you're you're always, you know, open to it. You're always, you let me, you have, you're giving me carte blanche. So I really appreciate that, you know, oh, so I, we can discuss what I want to discuss, basically. No, it's not necessarily carte blanche. It's great ideas. So okay, go well, ahead. Okay. So, so we're continuing now this week on... Um, uh, our mental slavery control methods. And we've talked about mind control. We've talked about sabotage. We've talked about group three humiliation. And this week is judgment, group four. Uh, we still have to go uh, group five and group six, which are banishment and intimidation, and, and plus what I call in your face. But anyway, the judgment for, the t for this, um, this, this week includes and this is a list i mean you can add things into the list it's just the, the a running list judging critiquing evaluating editorializing expert opining and especially commentating so you know the whole idea here is that these these types these me control methods have consciously and unconsciously we believe been applied to us over the course of time and incorporated into our being so that we're actually doing it to ourselves or we're doing it to others. And, and, and what happens, what has happened, what, what I strongly believe, I think Alex would, would back me up on this, is that as a result of this, these control mechanisms, they have forced us into a situation where we cannot be our authentic self. We cannot live our best life because we're constantly, you know, under this, you know, in these mental chains where, oh, I have to do this because what would they think or et cetera, you know? So, you know, that's just one example, but now, so judgment's a big one for me. Um, I've talked about the text character before. This is something that was passed down to me. I believe it occurred in, in the generation, my grandfather, my father's father, as a result of loss of a fortune in Korea. My great, great grandfather was a helmet maker. You know, he had a factory or something, apparently made a great fortune and was like, uh, you know, very um, uh, wealthy in this small 
area of South Korea. But now his son inherited the fortune and he basically lost the fortune anyway. So the, 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 so, and, and this character has been passed down to me from my father. It includes being Mr. Know-it-all, holier than thou, a verbal bully, judgmental, hypercritical, and condescending. Whoa, what a, what a, what a combination there, right? Okay. Let me so, land somewhere else. Oh my God. I've been dealing with this my whole life. Okay. This is, uh, this is not, this is not, it's not funny, actually. It's, it's, yeah. it's actually serious, you know, to, to have that, but, and, and, and oftentimes to have it internal, you know, so like, I'm not necessarily saying that I'm judging, but I'm judging, naturally judging, even unaware, just, just criticizing, you know, as soon as this, you see something, it's just like hypercritical right into that. Anyway. So, um, that, you know, that had a major impact on my life. Now, the other thing I wanted to just uh, uh, touch on for a minute is is uh, this commentating, because I think it's very um, relevant and uh, pervasive and very important. The idea of commentating. Now, this is different than, uh, and, you know, I'm open, Alex can always correct me when, if, if I'm, you know, uh, if I'm being sort of off the mark, but it's different. There's a fine line between journalistic reporting where you're providing information you know that useful information that people are interested in and commentating which is as i see it it's kind of like um it's kind of like showing superiority like oh he's doing this and he's doing that i'll just give you my example you know i used to make these videos of my kids a lot of times when they're they're beautifully cute kids you know two boys playing chess or whatever it was they were doing and and so I made a lot of the, like these videos and I have them still, but I'm always commentating. Oh, he did this and this and this and that. And I looking at that now and I'm like, Dave, you know, you're such an you know, idiot. You're such a control freak. You know, why don't you just video the guys and let, you know, him, them do what they're doing. But no, he had to do it. And this is unconscious. I'm not saying, you know, I need to control, but I am controlling. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about was, because I'm, a, you know, I'm a jazz musician, and jazz jazz musicians have really gotten had a terrible, gotten the short end of the stick in America. I'm sorry, you know, I just have to say this, you know, having spent my whole life playing jazz and hanging out playing jazz sessions in, you know, the neighborhoods, basically South Philly and, you know, the Village and everywhere, Brooklyn, anywhere, etc. So, you know, I'm listening to Miles Davis talking about you know, something on an interview, right? And he's talking about how the critics, right? So he, he there was a day when, you know, because the critics are there, you know, they're critiquing. They're always like, oh yeah, he played a great soul, you know, and blah, blah, blah. It's controlling the situation. But he's talking about there was a time when they had the critics because they were friendly and everything. They said, okay, we're going to have a jam session. We're going to have all the critics come in and play. And so the musicians, the music, you know, the, the, the guys who were being critiqued, they got to sit there and listen to the critiquers, you know, and, you know, that made me really think, yeah, you know, who is critiquing and what are they doing? You know, I, why, you know, I mean, of course, there's nice ones and kind and they're like, oh, giving credit and hearing that. But what is it? It's controlling. It's controlling. It's saying I I have an opinion that's important. 
and 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 it, it it puts the musician, the actual artist, the person that's really creating the 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 the, the great stuff, it puts them in a box in a way. And and so you know that's another way that you know and we're talking about mental slavery. These are these are these are just examples. So uh, I guess I'll pass it on to Alex now. All right, thanks, Dave. Um, this is one of the biggest issues in my life, and and always has been. Um, uh, some of you know I've talked about it publicly. When I first started the Healing Codes, I had a number of people who wrote about me and interviewed me, especially when my book became a bestseller and, and things like that. And um, they were professional skeptics. Um, and um, if you Google that, you'll find them. There's a whole bunch of them out there. I think they kind of preceded the um, influencers. Uh, today you have influencers. They're not exactly the same, but the professional skeptics, I think were before there were influencers. And they literally get paid to tear people down. Um, that's their thing. And they have a website and it's about how all these things you've heard of and all the people that are doing them are bad or crooked or it doesn't work or whatever. And um, most of them are atheists and uh, most of them are very into strict science and kind of nothing else. Okay. And uh, on one of the bigger ones, I, I, I was sort of honored. I think I was number two on what they called their quack watch, okay? And I had like a 98 rating out of like 100 <laughs> on the quack watch, and I was number two. And there were some really famous people on there. I'm not. But I was sort of honored yes, by you that. you are. Because, because, because um, there were some really cool and famous people on there. And one of them interviewed me. And uh, I think you can still probably find this interview somewhere. And the entire point, his entire point, over an hour, so he made it many times, is that everything I was saying was wrong because I did not have any double-blind studies. And in the world today, double-blind studies are our proof. There are... Uh, north, our GPS for what works and what doesn't, what is real and what's not. And so his entire thing was what everything I was saying about the healing codes and energy and stuff like that was wrong because we did not have double blind studies. That's all he needed to know. He didn't need anything else except that. All right. Well, guess what? And there were others that said similar things. Well, guess what? After double-blind studies started coming out and, and published in peer-reviewed journals, all that sort of thing, and, and today we have eight, 18 of them and three comparison studies, all of them saying it works, uh, and, and, and most of them saying it works better than the things that are mainstream, like the most popular counseling therapy and life coaching. We, there's literally studies saying mine works better than that. Well, as you might imagine, I've not received a single apology. I've not received, there's not been a single retraction that I know of. Even though now, I not only have proof, I have their proof, what they consider proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still, I mean, I, they haven't said anything else bad about me. Uh, they can't. They can't. I think they're afraid if they say something bad now, I'll respond with the 18 double blind studies and they'll look silly. 
But my point is, they out of hand dismissed me and what I was saying was true because I did not have double blind studies. Now that I do, they don't care. They don't care, all right? So what were they doing? They were judging me and they were judging the healing codes and they were judging what I do, okay? And they judged it wrongly and have not done anything to try to make that right as far as I know. And I've got a problem with that. I would not do that. I consider that a lack of integrity. I consider it unethical, okay? Um, they obviously don't. And I don't mean to, to get on a soapbox about that. I'm fine about that. I kind of like the quack watch thing, especially now. Um, <laughs> but um, my big thing is when I grew up, I grew up in church, in a church school and in a church home. Okay. And I'll never forget at, at when church was over, it was a little small country congregation, about 70 people, little building. And when church was over, all the men would go outside and start smoking, all right? They just did, that's what they did. And I was a little kid, so I would go outside to play tag and stuff. But where I played tag was right next to where they were smoking. And so I could hear them. And I promise you, uh, if, if I had a Bible here, I'd put my hand on it and swear. What they talked about almost all the time was other people right? in a negative way. They talked about the Blacks, they talked about the Jews, they talked about the Hispanics, they talked about the poor people, well, that were poorer than they were, I guess. They talked about the rich people. They didn't like them either, okay? Um, they talked about the other churches and what they were wrong about. Uh, they I mean, the politics and what they were wrong about. And I mean, it was just nonstop, constant, Judging, it's like that was a sport to them. It's like that was football to them. Or Alex, something. why were they doing it? That they're doing it out of their own sense of a lack of worth. Right. And 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 one of the most shocking things in my entire life is when I woke up when I was about twenty years old in college. Woke up spiritually, I might say, and realized that. I was judging people wrongly and had been all my life. And, it, and, and I believe it's because I grew up that way, like those guys from church, only it was everywhere. It was school, it was church, it was home, it was everywhere, all right? So I grew up thinking that was normal. And when I was 20 years old in college, I judged someone and they found out about it and contacted me very kindly. And let me tell you, I was so ashamed because what I had, the way I had judged them was 180 degrees wrong. It was untrue. They were, they had not done that. They were a wonderful person. I came to find out. And I realized I judge people if their hair's too long. I judge a guy if he's wearing an earring. I judge if they have a tattoo. I judge if they, you know, like 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 Dave have the look of another ethnicity. Um, yeah, and, 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 and let me tell you, it devastated me, and it and and I and I made a vow to God that I'm going to quit doing this. And I I don't say I have a hundred percent, but probably probably ninety nine, and um, 
So to me, judging is, is one of the biggest issues of my life, but I believe it's one of the biggest issues of almost everyone's life. I had a teaching that I used to do that I called the two things that would ruin any good day. And they were comparison and expectation. And both of those require you to judge first. You can't do them without judging first. Okay. Well, I'll end with this. There, there's, a, there's a passage in the Bible, ancient passage written thousands of years ago, um, that mentions gossip, which is what those men were doing outside of the church building smoking, and what judging leads to is, is, is gossip is just saying what you're thinking negative about other people. That's all it is, okay? Uh, that, that is not necessarily true. And the passage has gossip in the same sentence with murder as, as being wrong. And, and right there in the same phrase with murder, okay? And it says, if you do this, you will not be forgiven yourself. It's that big a deal to God that we not judge, okay? Um, so it has been the huge issue. Almost every client I've ever had, uh, judging has been an issue to them. For, for, for a number of them, when they were able to stop judging, their life changed. And I'll tell you, when I was 20 and realized how judgmental I was and it shook me up and I changed, let me tell you, it was like my eyes were opened. And I was like, oh my goodness, how could I have ever done that? And how much better it feels to not be doing this all the time, judging Dave for this or Johanna for that or me for this or Hope for that. Let me tell you, I started feeling so much more energy and freer in my life when I quit judging it made a huge difference and it still does in me today. And that's been one of the secrets to me of my transformation from poor health and uh, not feeling real great and all that to really great health and feeling wonderful like I'm 20 every day. I quit judging about 40 years ago and it changed everything. So uh, Dave, you want to you want to add anything and start I, with the code? If I had just have one just quick story, you know, just because you were yeah. talking about the guy smoking and all. But when in surgery residency, there's a tradition basically. So we get up as surgeons, we get up at like four or five in the morning, and we go yeah. round on patients, you know, because we have to go to the OR, at, you know, seven or eight or whatever. But the morning breakfast was a time when, you know, between rounds and the OR, there, often there would be times, you know, and sometimes there would be, you know, a good amount of time when people would be sitting down, all the residents would get together and sit at the, at the you know, cafeteria table. And we would have basically gossip rounds, judging rounds, you know, and, and oh, go wow. through, you know, where you talk about the younger residents and, you know, it was, that was, that was what it, so that just totally reminded me of exactly yeah. those, those guys. So, you know, that was the story. Um, you know, the, I did want to just say one other thing before we do the, and I do have a, a healing code uh, to, to share, but I just wanted to say one thing about, 
and it's not slightly off topic, but I think it's important. I wouldn't want to sort of get it off my chest, but, you know, the idea of computing and AI or, you know, artificial intelligence, you know, I'm calling this the glorification of AI. And, 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 and the problem I have is that, you know, AI has been saying, been, been, you know, saying, oh, this is so great and everything like that. And I'm like, no, no, AI is actually dumb. You know, it's, it's, you could, you can tell it what to do and do this kind of, and, th and the reason I'm saying this is because this goes to the perfection and the glory of we as human beings. Right. We have, we have imagination. I'm trying to say, I say, ask a computer, the AI, the most powerful AI with all this data say, imagine you're sitting on a beach. And I'm like, how simple is that? It can't do that. I'm saying we have imagination, we have creativity. So that's why we can we can love, you know, these things. So I want to just say, you know, people, because you know, like a lot of times, you know, people not feeling good about themselves and stuff. Why are we perfect? Why are we so good? Because we're human and yeah. we have it way above those computers. I say, forget about all that data stuff. I mean, it can be helpful. You could use it as a tool, but don't. Don't let, don't put it on a pedestal, please. I'm sorry to do. Yeah, it's so popular. No, I, I wanted to add one thing to what you said. I think it's really important. Um, um, the latest studies about the capacity and power of the human brain, and they do these all the time, but the latest ones shocked them because what they discovered is that the capacity of the human brain and mind was about a hundred times even the most optimistic previous estimates. And, and, and the latest they've been able to confirm is over one quadrillion bits. That's the power of the human mind and brain. One quadrillion bits. Ladies and gentlemen, you wanna know what that is? It's basically the power and capacity of the entire internet in one human brain and mind they don't compare they can't compare right, right. they just they can't compare what we and, have is miraculous and if i can add to that this the whole point of this is that as long as we have those mental slavery chains on our brains we're only going to use like what like a, like less than one percent of, of yeah. what we can do what we can have so we need to break those chains so we can get that quadrillion that's right amen all right let's do the code. okay so uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so we pray we pray to god i don't call him father because i think god is binary <laughs> i don't i don't i'm sorry i don't you no, know no, I don't, yeah we pray, we pray to God, we request for those who don't, you know, pray to God, we request that all negative, destructive cellular, cellular memories, unhealthy habits, addictions, false limiting beliefs, and relationship issues that are related to being judgmental or any, any of the uh, offshoots of, of judging either ourselves or from others or to ourselves or we to others, that they be found, opened, and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Amen. Okay, first position is both hands in the temples for judge, judging, judgmentalism. 
Second position, left hand, Adam's apple, right hand, bridge. And ladies and gentlemen, in the healing codes categories, this would be goodness and kindness. Uh, judging and forgiveness is in the goodness category. And the kindness, of course, is, is being kind and judging is typically being unkind. And I would say, even if the people never hear you say the judgment, they may feel it, even if you never say it from you. Can it also be in control, self-control? Yeah, also? sure. Yeah, yeah it could. Yeah, yeah. Versus uh, trust. Okay, third position, left-hand temple, right-hand bridge. Left-hand temple, right-hand bridge. Okay, fourth position, left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple. Left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple. Position four. Okay, back to the first position, both hands, temples. We'll just do one more, a second cycle. Both hands, temples. Second position, left hand, Adam's apple, right hand, bridge. Left hand, Adam's apple, right hand, bridge. Okay, third position, left hand, temple, right hand, bridge. Left hand, temple, right hand, bridge. In fourth position, left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple. 
Left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple. Let's just go back to position one again. Both hands temple, both hands temples. This will be it. Yeah, okay. All right, go to uh, Trilogy, so side of the hand, middle of the chest, temples, thumb, under the nose, collarbones, Index finger, under the arms, under the eyes, middle finger, under the nipples, chin, Sore spot, 9G, eyes open, close, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle them back the other way. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right, let's activate governing and conception vessel three times. Three times. If it hurts, you're pushing too hard. Should not hurt. I've had a pain in my shoulder for a long time, so sometimes it does. Oh, bummer. but not because of the thing, because just because of the shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Now, custom healing centers. Let's start with heart. Please open and harmonize. Forehead, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Throat, please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, Please open and harmonize. And middle of the stomach, please open and harmonize. All right. And then let's do um, both hands brainstem. Both hands brainstem. We're going to do about a minute. You might do two uh, doing it on your own at home. Very powerful. This is basically your ancestry unconscious and subconscious mind. 
And, and those are a million times more powerful than your conscious intention. And the definition of them is you don't know what they are. So very, very powerful. And both hands over the heart, slow, deep breaths, let it process. When you're ready, take a look at the zero to 10 and note any change. Um, share one other thing before we open it up for questions. Um, one of the craziest things to me these days, and I shouldn't even bring this up, I know, because somebody here is going to get mad because it's such a hot topic these days. But it's unbelievable to me. You have the same world events happening to the whole world, but you go to CNN and CNN says it's the Republicans' fault and this is why. And you go to Fox News and it says it's the Democrats' fault and here's why. And you have approximately 50% of the United States on either side. How can That's that be? How it's, called, it's called um, controlled opposition. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's anyway, all in one box. Yeah. But but the point is of the same event that's happening, 50% of people would swear and even get mad, maybe, that this is the truth about this. And the other group would swear and get mad and swear exactly the opposite is the truth. That's judging. And there, and somebody's obviously judging wrong in that situation. So, uh, if we well, can, can they it, both can, can they it, both be judging wrong? Yeah, they can. And 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 I think if we could do nothing else in the world with all the craziness going on, except to get people to quit judging and start being kind, it would change the whole world. It would change the whole world. So, what about turning? What about turning off the television? That too. <laughs> so, Johanna, if we have questions, I can probably stay for one, but I'm already a couple of minutes late for a client. So uh, open it up and I'll okay, stay so, one. so, Bridget, I'm opening your line, Bridget, if, if you want to unmute. Hi, Bridget. Hello, Dr. Alex. Hello, Dr. David. Um, I think this is a wonderful healing code um, because, as you say, I think everybody... Uh, suffers with this and I in particular are uh, I'm notorious for doing this to people my children tell me all the time I'm very very judgmental and I stopped about two weeks ago but it's very difficult to stop it when you're so used to doing doing it all the time but I definitely feel better from stopping it um, but it is difficult to do and um, you know um, but it is and everything you said Dr Alex and Dr David I am guilty of every single thing that you uh, have uh, spoken me about me too yeah, it's, uh, I'm absolutely my children tell me all the time I look at a photograph and 
I say, oh, my God, look at the state of that person and uh, things like that. And I, I don't really mean to be unkind because I'm not an unkind person, but I am very, very judgmental. So I'm looking forward to doing this healing code. And I want to say thank you very much uh, to both of you for giving it to us. Uh, the other thing, uh, doctor, uh, doctors, is that um, I've been doing the universal healing code on my mentally uh, mentally incapable uncle. He's elderly and he hadn't been feeling well for a while. So I started in the last couple of days doing the healing code, just the universal healing code. And I have to say in a couple of days, he has improved significantly uh, because, as I say, he's not able to do it himself. So I've done it for him. And I'm not sure if I'm doing it right, but I'm doing something right because he has improved. <laughs> doing and, it right uh, and getting better. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just Proof one more thing, Dr. Right. Alex. Um, I was just wondering with your healing codes, how uh, successful are they at treating people with MS? Ah, very first client I ever had a breakthrough with had MS and I was not treating her for MS. I was treating her for anxiety, but she came back to me after we'd had a number of sessions over a couple of months. And she said, I don't remember telling you that I had MS. And she had this serious look on her face. I, I was a little thrown off. She looked so serious. And, and she said, I just came from Vanderbilt Hospital and I don't have MS anymore. And the only thing I changed was doing these, she called them things. We've heard of a number of people, uh, she, and she was the first one of any client I ever had with a physical healing, it was MS. Right, yes. But have you ever healed anybody with MS that's in a wheelchair? Yeah, she was. Oh. Yeah, or had been. she had been. Yeah. Not right, right. Not uh, yes. Um, no, I um I have a very close relative with MS and she's in a wheelchair. And I was saying uh, that maybe I would when I finish healing my uncle, um, I would get myself and my sisters to try to do the healing code for her because she's not able to do it herself. And maybe we'll see how we uh, progress with that. I, I just I was just curious, Dr. Alex, seeing as you did say a couple of weeks ago you had somebody with ALS who was on a feeding tube, which was remarkable that she cured herself of ALS, which is uh, just unbelievably unbelievable, you know, and it just shows you that the healing codes um, have, a, a, you know, a significant um, impact on people's lives. And for me, Dr. Alex and Dr. David, it has helped me significantly. Um, I will tell you about that some other time. It would go on forever and ever. But thank you very much, Dr. Alex and Dr. David. And I just, I look forward to this uh, Zoom meeting every Wednesday evening. It's just it just keeps me going. And I want to say thank you. And everybody that's on it that speaks are just beautiful. Uh, I want to say thank you very much. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you. And, and I do have to run. Sorry, everybody. Um, that last ALS was about only about a month ago. And I think that's about 12 so far. And about eight of them were, were personal clients of mine. Uh, and it's the worst thing on the planet. So. Um, and that's one reason, um, that's one reason actually that, that one of the um, professional skeptic guys um, said that we were a fraud 
because we because Dr. Ben healed of ALS, but what standard medicine says is that no one has ever healed of ALS and no one can heal of ALS with what we know at this point. So it's never happened. So if you guys are saying somebody healed of ALS, you have to be a fraud. So because Dr. Ben healed of ALS, we were a fraud. So uh, anyway, I got to go. Typical. Love you guys. So typical. Yeah. Uh, Love you, Alex. Sayonara. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know he spoke Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have another hand up. Let's see what Annie, Annie, if you want to unmute. Hi, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you, Dr. David? Good. Good. Um, I had a quick question for you, Johanna and Dr. Uh, David, for both of you guys. I was just curious. Um, recently I've had I've been talking to several people who seem to have been struggling with some um, very unusual health uh, health symptoms. Um, I've I've known um, a few people that have one passed away suddenly at a fairly young age. He was about fifty in his fifties or sixties, and then another woman had a heart attack. And I believe, with all certainty, as I think they do too, that it is related to the COVID vaccinations. Um, and I've just been talking to some friends who have said my health has never been the same after I got vaccinated and boosted. And I was just wondering if it's possible that the codes, the healing codes could help that. I've been saying that. I, I do very much believe that because the, the COVID vaccine, essentially, it's, 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 it's immune modulating and, it, and it's, it, it has an effect on the immune system. And, and so decreasing your internally generated stress i feel that it that this this is the this is one of the best ways to try to reverse the effects of i strongly believe that i don't have any evidence or anything like that but i mean i yes 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 okay wonderful thank you so much it's been um it's been hard to watch it's been hard to see i've just been watching people's health it seems to be deteriorating and they go to doctors and doctors don't know what to do for them. And, um, you know, once again, I'm like, well, maybe the codes will help. Maybe the codes will help. So, um, you know, yeah, you, de you destroy your, your, your defenses, you know, there are just defense systems are being destroyed. So all these different things can come out in, you know, various, you know, the ailments. So yeah, yeah. I'm just pleased to let, let people know, you know, reverse the effects by, decreasing your own internally generated because i what i what i believe is that the people that have the worst reactions to the covid vaccines are the ones that are also nervous about it or whatever you know generating their own internal stress on top of so so in other words as your if your immune as your immune system is being compromised and slightly destroyed you're generating more of a of a of a i said like an insult like a toxic insult to it so it's amplifying the effect does that do, do you follow yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah. yes mm. wonderful thank you so very much yeah you're welcome all right um if you have if you're on the phone and you have a question star nine is going to raise your hand or you can um actually i think we're going to go ahead and switch gears since you don't have any more questions. I'm going to end the recording and we're going to go ahead and allow any of you who would like to get a custom code.